Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. And on the sports desk this morning, one Joey Bell, who's a terrific all-rounder. And uh, I've got to say, looking very healthy and tanned over a summer of, uh, obviously, joy and love, uh, Joey. So that's good for you. Uh, What's on the agenda this morning? What's... uh, got your attention sports-wise anyway. Smithy, you're too kind. I missed you, mate. Uh, New Zealand Cricket has announced that the Chapel Hadley Trophy will now be contested contested over both one-day and T20 formats. The change jointly proposed by New Zealand Cricket and Cricket Australia has been supported by both Chapel and Hadley families. Amended rules of engagement for the trophy include exempting it from the ICC World uh, Cup events and establishing a point structure for times when T20 and ODI series are played back-to-back to avoid the potential for it to be swapped back and forth within days. Australia currently holds uh, the Chapley Hadley Trophy after beating the Black Caps 3-0 in an ODI series in Kens in 2022. The Black Caps have lifted the trophy on four occasions, most recently in 2017 when they claimed a 2-0 series victory thanks to close-fought wins at Eden Park and Seddon Park. What do you think, think about that, Smithy? Do you like them expanding it to the T20? I like it, actually. There's something's brought into women's cricket, actually. They play series and they have all, all three forms of the game accumulate points and they hand the trophy out at the end of it. The, the Test match would have carry more points because... It's played over a longer period of time, but um, I, it would be well weighted. They'll work it out. I, I like the concept. It means uh, every day means something uh, quite tangible in terms of the series. I, I'm, I'm big for it, actually. I, I, I applaud New Zealand Cricket and Cricket Australia for that. And uh, when the Chapel and the Hadleys come together, um, sure, it, it's, I think it's a good move, Joey. Really, uh, it's a tick for me. I do too, Smithy. And uh, in other news, New Zealand Rugby has announced they will trial a 20-minute red card replacement across all grades for the next two seasons in grassroots rugby. And a move supported by the, uh, the 26 provincial unions, New Zealand Rugby has confirmed that the innovation will apply to all levels of the community game in New Zealand, including club and school grades. If a player receives a second yellow card, which equates to an automatic red card, after a further 20 minutes, the red carded player can be replaced. Ended our general manager, Community Rugby, Steve Lancaster, said the decision was part of an ongoing commitment to positive player experiences at the grassroots level. Uh, they've done a lot of innovations as of late in Community Rugby, uh, aimed at player safety and opening up play. Last year saw reduced tackle heights to below the sternum, a move that was met with positive feedback at club level while restrictions on halfback positioning and how far senior club teams can push in scrums 
have also been introduced. I'm really impressed with this. I think community rugby, uh, we've had Steve Lancaster on ECNZ quite a lot. He's probably the uh, figure from NZ Rugby that comes on our shows the most. Uh, he's, he's more than happy to talk about the different innovations. And I think they're really trying to... Uh, put in a good effort to not only make rugby safe, but also entertaining uh, for young youngsters, which I think you need to do, you know, because I think the parents don't want kids to play because they're worried about, like, it uh, being dangerous, and then kids don't want to play because it might be too boring or, you know, too physical. So I, I kind of like the balance to me. What do you think about the, community, the yeah, state of the community mind. game? Well, the state of the community game is uh, something that demands attention, a heck of a lot of attention, actually, because... Uh, the numbers are dwindling. They they might say they're not, but I, I think they are. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, talk to club officials because they're already talking about weigh-ins and things like that for junior rugby. Uh, what the numbers will be like. I think schoolboy rugby, young schoolboy rugby, where parents are actively involved and um, taking their kids along and making the effort like that, I think that's pretty safe. Um, but I, I, it's more the secondary school, the next level up into Colts rugby, which has always been uh, the window of opportunity to either play or the window off opportunity to leave. And 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 some kids uh, these days are actually taking the latter option, which is, I think, hurting the game. Um, so the other thing about all of those rules, or a lot of those rules you're talking about, is depowering the game and mm. uh, not being able to push in scrums of certain distance. And I think uh, when you start to depower rugby, um, you're starting to play a slightly dangerous game because it's about power. A lot of it's about power. Um, when, so when you take the power out of it, <coughs> I can appreciate the concussion side of things, the tackle heights, etc., and that's one of the most monitored things in the game, although you're never going to um, take accidental high shots out of it, um, reactionary tackles above a certain level when people change direction and you go back the other way to try and stop them. That's never going to leave the game. Um, but you, I, I guess you can try and minimise it, but... Uh, uh, Every time, every time they make these allowances or try to make these dispensations, Joey, I, I sort of raise my eyebrows a wee bit to just see how they're going to work out. But they've announced some new ones this year. We'll see how they go. Yeah, yeah. Look, hey, if if uh, being softer when I play uh, back in my days, I would have played rugby, Smithy. So you know, it's it's for the skinny guys like me they're looking out for. Uh, anyways, also New Zealand will be without driver Peter Burling when they take to the water to contest the Australian League of the Sal GP series this weekend. Burling will be home in New Zealand with his wife as she prepares to give birth to their first child. Nathan, uh, veteran Nathan Outridge will step in as his replacement in Australia. And uh, Rasmus Hoyland's record-breaking double was enough to earn Manchester United a tense 2-1 win at Luton, a fourth league, league victory in a row to take Eric Ten Hag's side closer to the top four than currently in sixth behind Tottenham. The 21-year-old became the youngest Premier League player to score in six straight games as he put United two up inside seven minutes. That's all I've got you for, for you, Smithy. Who's your Premier League team? Uh, mine's Spurs, and I just looked at the market this morning. At the mar- at the moment, you can get Man City to win the Premiership at a buck eighty-three, Liverpool two dollars eighty, Arsenal five bucks, Aston Villa a fourth, eighty-one dollars for Aston Villa, a hundred and fifty-one dollars for Spurs, and two hundred and fifty-one dollars for Man United. 
It's to win the EPL. That's crazy. Manchester that Manchester City. That's crazy, isn't it? Because Man City are, are behind. They're uh, what? Liverpool's first, Arsenal second. Oh, but I guess Man City's got a, a game in hand. But even so, they're four points behind Liverpool, and they're still the the comfortable favourite to win. Just shows their greatness. Yeah, absolutely. They are absolutely, mate. You're right. Um, sad passing. Actually, you, you might have heard Joey uh, during the commentary. Uh, we talked about a, a South African cricketer, Michael Proctor, Mike Proctor, mm. Procky to a lot of people. And uh, we talked about him during the Hamilton Test match. What a, an amazing record he had because we, we talked often because South Africa were playing about a, a period in their cricket where they were basically ostracised because of the apartheid reign in South Africa. So um, the world of cricket would not let them play international cricket. So it was a great uh, team of players, squad of players who never really got the opportunity to play, and they were a seriously good, seriously good cricket team. So Michael Proctor was one of the guys we talked about, Procky, um, who had an amazing first-class career. Even though he isn't allowed to play international cricket, he was able to play, uh, and he had an extensive career in England, particularly for Gloucestershire. Uh, he took 1,417 wickets across the 401, 401 first-class games that he played uh, at an average of 19.53. 401 wickets at an average of under 20 runs per wicket is quite freakish. Uh, he also averaged pretty healthily with the bat. Um, he scored, <clears throat> uh, what did he score in terms of hundreds? He had uh, in first class cricket 48 hundreds, 48 hundreds, 109 50s in first class cricket. Wasn't able to play enough test cricket, only played seven of them. Uh, got seven and seven test matches, got 41 wickets, just like that. So six a game. What would that have uh, if he'd been able to pan out and play 70 games? Uh, that would have been right up there in the 400s on that average. But sad news is Mike Proctor passed away the other night. Almost while we were talking about him. It's amazing how life is for some people. But for Mike Proctor, is uh, over. He passed away, uh, had complications with surgery, and never regained consciousness. A powerful man. A very solid man, an opinionated man. I commentated with him. I never really got to see him play, but I commentated with him and a very, very strong um, personality in the game. He was a match referee as well. Boulder, slightly open-chested off the wrong foot, which people said you couldn't do. <coughs> he belied that fact. So very, very sad loss to South African and world cricket, uh, Michael Proctor, age 77. Very sad indeed. Okay, uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, happier things to talk about, and we'll do that with Staffy as he looks to take over this afternoon.